Luke 3.35 The son of Sereg, the son of Reu, the son of Peleg, the son of Eber, the son of Shelah. So verse 35 uh, reintroduces us to some characters that we um, probably don't recognize in the story of Jesus' genealogy. But if we time it, we can see that uh, we're between Shem, who is Noah's son, who we may recognize from Genesis 9. Um, So we have Shem, and then we have Terah in who is in Genesis 12. And so if we were to go to Genesis and, and ask what is happening between Genesis 9 and Genesis 12, we have chapter 10 and we have chapter 11. And so um, if we go to chapter 10, we see the, the table, what's called the table of nations. And so we have Noah's sons and their descendants. And so starting in verse 21, we have the, the sons born to Shem the father of all the sons of Eber. And so the sons of Shem were Elam, uh, Asher, Arphaxad, Lud, and Aram. And then it goes on to to continue down with those sons. And uh, in this genealogy here in Luke 3, we have Shem to Arphaxad to Canaan, and so uh, if we just go back to, again to Genesis 10, we have Arphaxad named there. And then verse 24, Arphaxad was the father of Shelah, and Shelah was the father of Eber. And so we've got Shelah and Eber, and we're, we're just doing this, this piecing job here, comparing them. Um, and so we, we want to just note where we are in the history of the Bible. And uh, what's happening here is uh, we see that we are somewhere between Noah and the flood and the dispersion at Babel. And so um, we go explicitly to chapter 11 after the dispersion happens, after God separates the people and confuses their language over the whole earth. We have this genealogy from Shem to our uh, Shem to Terah, who's the father of Abram, and that's in Genesis chapter eleven, verses ten to twenty-six. And interestingly enough, that puts us uh, after Babel, before Abraham. And so Abraham, famously, as we saw in the last podcast, is the the one through whom blessing would come to the nations. And um, between Noah and Abraham, we have this dispersion of the people. So there's this unity that the people have, but their motives are impure. They're trying to uh, basically upstage God. And then God splits them and disperses them. And there's probably conflict between the the forming nations. There's uh, a lack of unity, a lack of hope, and there's probably already starting to be a wondering of where is God and what is he up to in this situation. And so verse 35, with these names here, we can be uh, reminded of uh, what was probably frustration and hopelessness until the coming of Abraham, who receives this promise of blessing, blessing for the nations. And so I think that what this, uh, this verse can teach us is a, a rejoicing in hope 
because what God because of what God was preparing despite the people's sinfulness. And this is a, a generation, uh, several generations that are in the midst of uh, consequence for sin, and yet God was still working. And so we can just apply this verse and pray this verse by praying this way. Oh God, we read these names and we recognize their place in the history uh, of the world. And we rejoice in the fact that even though there was judgment for Babel, you were still working hope. You worked hope as you promised blessing for the nations to Abraham. You worked hope as you uh, gave Israel its golden age through King David. And you worked hope in the coming of Jesus to bless the people in spite of their rebellion, to bless us in spite of our rebellion. And so we praise you for loving us, for loving us for your sake, and not uh, just because you owed us or uh, because you needed to, but you loved us out of your own uh, just grace and mercy and for your glory. And so it's in your name we pray. Amen. And that is Luke chapter 3, verse 35.